0: Rise and it's lives. I want to live till I die make a difference right I want to give those in need a reason to fight I want to live every day like it's my last night what's going on everybody welcome we back to the mind muscle range. experience the podcast to help you shift your lifestyle in the areas of mindset movement and nutrition because that's how you lose the weight get healthier get in the shape you want and make it last a lifetime if anyone's trying to sell you a quick fix or any of the BS out there run For the fucking hills. Just run. Run for your gosh darn life. And don't look back. There's nothing no quick fix is gonna help you. Like you might lose weight quickly. You might build muscle quickly, I guess if that's possible. I don't know. That shit's been like a long fucking burn for me. I guess it could happen fast. I don't believe it, but maybe maybe there's something out there that'll help you really really quick but isn't gonna last you a lifetime that's the question that not enough people are asking them and that is my mission here to help you guys not only achieve the goals but make it last because that's the name of this game what is the point in health if there is no longevity to it i actually came up i don't know it's in my notebook somewhere i came up with an acronym for health or i think it's what it's called right? An acronym. And now, no, yeah, acronym. So uh, what does it stand for? Um, help everyone affirm longevity. Uh, what does the, the TH stand for? Help longevity through healing, healing themselves. Yep, that's it. That was it. Help everyone affirm longevity through healing. Because, dude, I'm telling you, like movement is healing in and, in and of itself. This is why I say I'm here to help you shift your lifestyle on the areas of mindset, nutrition, and movement. Because movement is so much more than lifting weights and working out. It is one form of movement, but it is so much more than that. And just walking, just just talking, just any type of movement. Because if you think about talking for a moment, I'm moving my mouth. It's movement, right? So movement in and of itself can be healing. And... I actually firmly believe that everybody is trying to heal something within themselves when they start on their health and fitness journey, whether you're trying to heal your body from um, illnesses, ailments, injuries, whatever, or you're trying to heal your self-image and view yourself differently. There's so many ways around this. So that's my new acronym for it. But today, I actually wanna share six lessons I've learned over six years in my health and fitness, like real, my health and fitness, commitment, that's what I call it, my health and fitness commitment, because I've been on and off, I've been active my whole life, I've always had um, something in the back of my mind, I've always had like that deeper inner knowing that it should have been, that it would be better for me to take better care of myself, and so I'll, I'll quickly give you guys some context before I get into the six lessons over my six years of health and fitness, because Ooh. It's not fully six years yet. February will be six years, but I probably made the decision. I chose this life six years ago. So like the winter of 2016. So I'll, let me just give you guys some a quick backstory for any of you guys who have never heard anything about you, boy, if you're new here, if you're new here, please subscribe to the podcast. Follow us. I think you can. I think that's the thing on Apple podcast down. If you guys taking anything from the episode, please leave a rate review on the, the iTunes and whatnot stuff will really help out. Give me some context. Let me know what you guys think of the show. So, um 20 the winter of 2016, I decided to start my health and fitness journey like for real for real, but in February of 2017 was when I joined the gym. I in like 2014 Yeah, it was 2014 cuz I was going to like my first music festival and I bought the ticket in advance. I was like, "You want to get in better shape. I look like shit." <laughs> And 2014 was probably when I started drinking the most too. So I started running a little bit more. I would start doing like ab workouts. I wasn't really eating that healthy. I would eat like protein bars after after a run. I'm like, yeah, this is gonna get me in good shape. Like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? The rest of your life matters. And so the weekends didn't change. I was still drinking like a fish. Uh, and this at this at this point in my life, I was like 19 or 20. Um, relatively easy to get your hands on alcohol, even if you're underage. And so I was starting. I started my health and fitness journey, I suppose, in some sense then. And my entire high school life, I played volleyball, I played football, I had lifted weights for football. I was in the gym, I was active. I was like a really active kid, I was a very tiny, very skinny human being, um, but always in decent enough shape. And so I joined the gym in 2015 for like nine months at Planet Fitness. Uh, my workouts were whatever they were. I didn't do any kind of research. My nutrition was basically still non-existent. Maybe I eat like a little more fruit and maybe a little bit more vegetables. And that was really about it. Um, and then 20 and so yeah, that was 2015. And that was probably the first half of 2015. And then the end of 2015 2016 2017 was my, my drinking probably got the worst and like when i say 2017 like that was when i started going to the gym and i was still drinking like a fish and so i didn't really see much results for like the first three years of my health and fitness journey and again there was always like a deeper knowing within me like hey like you need to stop drinking um it's not going to help you it's probably slowing you down and i knew i had other things i had to work on internally but I continued to do it anyway and actually this will actually this leads me to one of my my initial points about making changes in your life um quickly too and then i'll come back to the story one of them is uh it's a lifestyle change like all of it everything is a lifestyle change and that comes down to the habits that you live your life by and the bigger lesson i learned from that part of the story right there is that you just have to focus on one habit at a time i didn't realize i was doing this at the time but what i was doing was i was I started with just getting to the gym. I started with showing up to the gym. That was like two or three times a week. I would do it no matter what. You guys may have heard, if you've been following the podcast for any of time, you may have heard me tell this before. I used to drink so much that I would wake up still drunk, especially on the weekends, and I would force myself to go to the gym anyway. Now, like I wasn't completely wasted, but I felt the residual effects of alcohol. So I forced myself to go to the gym anyway because I made a promise to myself when I began this stuff. And so again, what I didn't realize at the time was just like mastering the art of showing up, showing up to the gym and uh, staying committed commit to the commitment that I had made to myself, and so to come back, uh, yeah, 2017, I was drinking a lot still. 2018 is when, like, I, I finally like looked at myself, I was like, dude, you actually do have a problem with this shit, <laughs> and you need to stop. So I probably went a couple months without drinking, and then I got into a relationship, and when I was with her, it was enough to keep me from my my feelings to hurt towards her were enough to keep my drinking at bay. So I cared about her enough to not allow her to see me like that. But I still drank occasionally. It just wasn't nearly to the extent that it had been. And um, so that was 2018, 2019. And at the beginning of 2020, her and I broke up. And that was probably when I really went like all in. I was like finally fully committed. It was like a really slow burn into me making this a full lifestyle shift and this is why i'm so passionate about it being a lifestyle shift and and encouraging people to focus on one habit at a time so i guess maybe i should just tell the entire story and point out the habits as or point out the lessons as they come up so the first one is again it's a lifestyle change the first lesson i've learned is it's a lifestyle change so the first um thing that if I could go back and tell myself again, it's like, bro, this is going to be a slow burn. This is not going to happen overnight. Because in my mind, I'm like, I should be there already. This is three months in, I should be there, I should be jacked, I should be ripped, I should be in great shape, my nutrition should be on point and like not realizing it's okay for it to take time. And the second point being focus on one habit at a time. Because again, what I realized now looking back on it was that I was focusing on showing up to the gym. And then it was my nutrition. And then it was consistency with my nutrition. So like the habit stack that I had began to build was just show up to the gym. And then it was nutrition. And like, I approach this way differently with my clients because I try to get them in the habit of just moving their body. It doesn't even have to be going to the gym. It's just about moving their body. Um, again, completely different from me. I'm a savage with myself. So I have to force myself into like tough situations or I won't do it. So, um, Again, the first two lessons, it's a lifestyle change. You gotta focus on your habits. The second one is focus on one habit at a time. Again, not realizing I did that. I was focusing on one habit at a time, consistency with the gym, consistency with my nutrition, and then like full blown seven days a week with nutrition. And so again, that leads me up to, okay, my girlfriend and I at the time, my ex-girlfriend and I had not and I had broken, or we weren't broken up, we moved in together. And when we moved in together, it was like my first time since college, I had actually been on my own, like away from my family. And so like, I really took this to like the next level with my health and fitness. I'm like, okay, cool. Now I can finally live my life on my own terms, do whatever I want, etc., and not like recklessly. At the time, I was working two jobs because I picked up a second job. Like when her and I started dating, was again when I kind of went full in on all of this even more, because I was in a relationship. And at the time, I had sorry my mic fell over. I don't know why this thing keeps tilting. This is weird. At the time. Um, my feelings for her were enough to keep whatever else was going on inside my head that I hadn't dealt with yet, which I have now, uh, at bay. So I really wasn't drinking much. I was more committed to my health and fitness. And one of the things that helped with that, um, which will actually bring, lead me to my next, one of my next lessons here is having a community, um, one of the reasons I was so committed at this point in time is because because my girlfriend at the time was also into health and fitness, like even more than I was, and so having a partner who was committed to their health and well being as well, like really um, catapulted me even more. I-, I took the the bull by the horns at that point. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna just like go all the fuck in now. And throughout this entire thing, man, if there's one lesson I can actually learn or kind of encompass in top of all of this is that like you, if you are mindful and pay attention throughout your health and fitness journey, you will learn so much about yourself. It's crazy um, because what this taught me, like being with her and recognizing the importance of having a community of some sorts, because again, it was just her and I, but having somebody around me who had a similar mindset to me was huge. And I see a lot of people try to sh- make shifts in their life with just the same negative people around them, and it's never going to work. Never. It may not. It may work temporarily, but it won't work long term. Because if you're around people who don't want to better themselves and get healthier and get in better shape, and yes, this does apply to your family and friends and the people around you that are really close with you, it will always hold you back. Because you could be at the gym five days a week, and then you hang out with your friends of the weekend, and then just their negativity brings you down. And maybe there's something more that you need to work on there so that other people don't affect you in that way. But the truth is, humans are herd animals. We we will um, do what's convenient to follow suit with the group rather than decide for ourselves, even if it means going against the group because we'd rather fit in. And it's like, if you look around, that's what people do. That's what everybody does. Um, So people look at me weird when I'm barefoot all the time because no one walks around barefoot. So like the community thing is really important. So if you're not surrounded by people who are doing the same things as you, you're going to follow suit with the people that you're closest with. And again, this isn't true for everybody. um, But I can tell you right now, like I said, when I started dating this, this woman at the time, it, catapulted me, my health and fitness even further. And so what I learned about myself was I was very much going along with the people I was around the most. And so finding, um, even though it was just her and I, uh, a little community, I suppose there really helped me. And then so fast forward a couple months, i moved moved, her and I moved in together. We're living together. And this went, I went to like the next level cause I was working two jobs cause I was committed to getting out of the, 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 the my house, with my family. And I was committed to moving in with her at the time so I was working two jobs. I was like, I'm not going to allow this to hinder my progress with my health and fitness. And the cool thing was my second job I picked up at the time was in fact at a gym. It was overnight at a gym on the weekends. I was working midnight to 8am and it was awful, but it was cool at the same time because the gym was so dead. I could work out during my shift. So again, I didn't allow that excuse that, I don't have time. I'm busy. I have all these things to hinder my progress. I still made time. I still found time. I still meal prepped. I would wake up, or I would come home from my my morning shift at the gym Sunday mornings, and I wouldn't go to sleep until I went grocery shopping and meal prepped. Like people will never actually know or see anything I've ever been through. I have been like kind of sitting with this notion for a while now. Everybody only ever sees what you share on social media, and then they form their opinions about that. They will never know what you, the listener right now, and myself included, are actually going through or have been through people make comments to me all the time like oh man you make that look so easy it's easy for you to say you're in this industry it's easy for you to say you're in good shape already you make that exercise look easy but like you don't understand what it took for me to get here I used to work at multiple times in my life, I've worked two or three jobs just to make ends meet. I've worked at two or three jobs just to make personal training happen as my full-time job. So like people will never actually know what I've been through. And it's fascinating when people make blind assumptions thinking that, you know, I'm lucky. No motherfucker, I busted my ass to get here. There's a difference. And so it's just fascinating to me the things that people say. And so again, I'm gonna come back to that point of community. It's important to be around, even if it's a handful of people. I really wish, I I know you guys don't really hear it, but I really wish I knew why this mic kept tilting. I don't like it. Oh, wait. Okay, now it's not going anywhere. Boom, problem solved. So community is important guys. It is so fucking important. It doesn't have to be a big community. I don't have a lot of friends. I don't hang out with a lot of people. I don't associate myself with many people, but the people I do associate with, I'm very intentional about. And, um, they, they kind of fit in to the mold of my life. They fit in some capacity of the main driving forces in my life, whether it be my, my health and fitness or my business. Those are really the two things, that I have that are the utmost importance to me and everybody in my life, with the exception of my family, really fit into those. And I don't really talk to my family that much. I'm not that close with my family. The only person, and if you guys follow me on social media, you'll know this, um, that I'm very close to is my mother. And that's because uh, she trains with me. She, she's one of my clients. And it makes our relationship significantly closer because she's a big part of one of the big driving forces in my life. But having that community is important. It's so fucking important. And so come back now, you know, I'm working at this gym and, uh, you know, be, again, being around more people who just wanted to be healthier and stuff like that, again, just kept continuing this desire I was building to just be something so much more continue to build. I'm just like around these people, I'm kind of feeding off their energy and whatnot. And so, you know, at this point here, just a quick recap, here are the life lessons I've learned through my six years in health and fitness. The first one is it's a lifestyle change. You got to establish habits that will allow you to make the sustainable change long-term in your life. And it's just that simple. Anybody who's telling you otherwise is full of blog, baloney. The second one is focus on one habit at a time. It's really important. You're not going to be able to completely overhaul your life overnight. I tried. I don't recommend it. You can try it too. Uh, you, you'll you'll learn a lot about yourself, but it's also extremely frustrating, which is why I never recommend it to people. The um, next one is community is super important. We are There's a quote that I like to illustrate this point, although I'm not 100% sure I fully believe it. I do see the value in it. You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with, and it kind of makes sense. If you're around the same five people all the time, you're going to pick up on habits and tendencies and behaviors that they also leave behind, unless you're incredibly self-aware, which is why I partially don't believe it, because I want to believe that I don't pick up on anyone's bad habits, but who knows? And then, so yeah, now those are the three that I've covered so far. Now, um... Okay, so I am working the two jobs. My girlfriend and I are living together and my health and fitness is, you know, like I'm at a really good spot. I'm pretty in, I'm in a pretty good shape. And then my girlfriend and I break up like two weeks before COVID happened. This is Valentine's day, 2020. And I go all in even further. I don't think I actually fully, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think I fully processed my girlfriend and I breaking up for a couple of months um so like I I went all in on my health and fitness at the time you know you've heard this story before people that like go all in and at the time like all the gyms were, were closed COVID was happening there really was no better time for me to do it and so I finally for the first time and this is lesson number four began setting like real legitimate goals for myself I started doing 75 hard if you guys haven't heard of it it's a mental toughness program somebody invented it's whatever it, it can be valuable but like I think it really depends on the person doing it I see a lot of people trying to do it and there's just some people that probably aren't there let's be real you know if you should or shouldn't be doing it just because it sounds cool doesn't mean everybody should do it so anyway um I started finally setting goals in my life uh with my health and fitness and I got way more intense about it. I got way more serious about it so uh that's lesson number four goals are important. They have a purpose, but they're not as important as you think. Goals merely give you a target. And I became obsessed with my goals. Like I have to hit them or else I'm a failure. Like I legitimately had that mindset, although I wouldn't have had said it. Hold please. Mm. I bought this energy drink from Whole Foods. It's like plant powered energy drink. It doesn't look. It's got like a fraction of the caffeine that like bang has and none of the ing- i can actually read all the ingredients looks like it's uh, probably caffeinated with green tea because they have a green tea in here which is cool that is exciting and there's coconut water in here oh so a little bit of hydration so yeah um your goals have a purpose they're important but they're not everything goals merely give you a target they give you something to aim for they don't necessarily give you they're not the end-all be-all like if you are trying to lose 20 pounds by let's just call it march and you lose 18 are you going to beat yourself up because you didn't get those last two pounds or are you going to celebrate the fact that you lost 18 fucking pounds in three months you know that's kind of what i mean by that i used to take it again i'm i'm a rather extreme person and i would take it to the level of well i'm a failure because i came up short on this goal but the goal is really giving you an aim For the person that you have to become in the process so if you want to lose 20 pounds like who do you have to become what does that version of you look like and what are the adjustments you need to make in your life to get there so if you want to lose 20 pounds your eating habits have to change your movement habits have to change you have to work on your mindset a little bit because you might lose the 20 pounds but if your mindset isn't there to sustain it you're going to be toast you're going to be done for and you're probably going to put it back on which is why the diet fight fad diets the workout programs the group shit like it doesn't last because it doesn't work on the most fundamental thing for most people actually all people i'm just going to make that argument and that is your mindset so uh that brings me to number two or number five it's number two on my list here you have to develop your mindset without a mindset to establish everything to have a foundation for yourself, you're just inevitably gonna put the weight back on because your mindset dictates the actions you take on a regular basis. Our thoughts, our mindset dictate the actions we take, the habits we have on a daily basis. And those daily habits, those daily actions will compound over the course of time and give you the results that you currently have in your life. So if you're overweight, it is a compounded effort from your daily actions or your daily habits, which are probably lack of movement, um, poor eating, poor nutrition, or lack thereof. And, uh, you know, just an overall maybe negative mindset or self defeating mindset, self condemning type of mindset. And so let's quickly recap. I got the first one that I mentioned was it's a lifestyle change. You got to build habits to sustain it long term. Focus on one habit at a time, Time number two. Focus on one habit at a time because in order to completely overhaul your life, it is going to be very, very aggravating. Please just take my word for that. Um, the third one was community is important. You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Number four, your goals are important. They have a purpose, but they're not the end all be all. And number five, you have to develop a mindset if you want this to last you a lifetime. Just that simple. You need a mindset. And I guess maybe I should do a whole podcast on what does that even mean? <laughs> Cause I have been talking more and more about mindset related things on my Instagram, but it's like, what does it even mean to have the right type of mindset? I've been calling like a health oriented mindset because I feel like that's a cool way of looking at it. Like if your mindset, like, so I'll break down the word. If your mindset is oriented around health, then the options that you choose again, even like I have gotten rid of energy drinks in my life and what I've, really mean by that is bang rain those kind of energy drinks but like this one they're labeling it as an energy drink and it's probably just because it has caffeine in it but it's like i can read all the ingredients i know what these words are i know what the juices in here are um the caffeine isn't synthetically made it's coming from green tea and they even use a compound called l-theanine which is an amino acid which helps uh, with your ability to focus more when you consume caffeine it's really good for people with anxiety so Um, okay. So that's a recap on those. Where was I at my story? So yeah, my girlfriend and I broke up. I was getting super, super into health and fitness. Like, like, I mean like all in, I actually I'm going to be sharing a picture today, which, uh, this will probably come out Friday. So you will have seen it already. If you follow me on Instagram and Facebook, um, of my transformation over the last two years, two years ago, I was in good shape. Like I was lean, but I was very tiny. And now I'm like 20 to 25 pounds heavier. Um, leaner i look i got more density to me i look stronger i look more vibrant i look fuller and yeah it's it's crazy but like at this time period i was very very lean i was um, just working out at home with whatever i had i ended up starting investing in a bunch of home workout equipment bunch of bought a bunch of kettlebells it's almost like back then i knew i was going to get really more i was more going to be get more into Um, kettlebells and all kinds of other different modalities it's kind of cool to look back on these things I bought like a bench I spent like two grand on gym equipment for my apartment at the time and so that was a good summer I got a lot of I got in really good shape I learned a lot about myself and then the winter of that year so winter of 2020 I moved into my friend's apartment or his house up in Pennsylvania so I moved out of New Jersey and um, that's probably where things got really interesting for me and i learned the sixth lesson or i began to learn the sixth lesson the sixth lesson continues to evolve for me um and i just got the chills because it's like it's such a cool thing for me to even try to articulate right now uh, but so i got moved in with my friend and i worked at a new i left my full-time career job for from eight years moved in with my friend and uh, I got a job up there, and after like a month and a half, I felt dead inside. Like I actually started to drink again, which is my indicator that I hadn't fully worked through what led to me drinking in the first place, and um, I ended up quitting the job. I was like, all right, I'm going all in on personal training, and at the time, I was borderline broke. I, was, I had no idea what I was going to do. I had no idea how to actually help people through coaching online. I had worked with some people, but it was... It was kind of a shit show. I never knew what exactly it was that I was doing. And uh I never had long-term success with anybody, but I had worked with like a dozen people. So yeah, it was interesting that I had made this, that, again, I have a tendency of just doing irrational type of things, but it always ends up working out for the best of me. I learned so much about myself in the process, and again, this is why I'm saying these things are lifestyle changes. Please don't, please don't do what I did. I have very much learned from these lessons. I don't tend to make as extreme of decisions anymore. So, um, this brings me to my sixth point. As I am living in Pennsylvania at the beginning of 2021, jobless, you know, I had just gotten one client, and that is there are such things as mental skill sets. And I highly encourage people to begin to develop these and understand what they mean. Oh my God, they would have helped me so much within my health and fitness, so much if I had understood this when I had first started. Um, I would have intellectually, I would have said to your face that I understand what you're saying, but I wouldn't have been, and I think there's a difference here between intellectually understanding something like comprehending it on like the words and then embodying it and feeling it in your body, like feeling the difference. Before I would have said, yeah, I understand that. But now I would say I feel exactly what I'm about to say. And that is these mental skill sets are things like discernment, like being able to understand whether someone's bullshitting you or not. And if you've ever fallen for a fad diet, then discernment is a skill set that you should probably try to acquire a bit more. Because some of these things, while they are marketed very well, long-term, you probably know that they won't help you and if you are serious about health and fitness it's a long-term play for real for real like i'm not just saying that because it's what i coach and what it's i it's what i talk about and it's what i quote unquote sell i'm saying this because like it will benefit you the most if you recognize that it's a long term thing and then being able to discern when someone's bullshitting you or not so if anytime anybody sells you a quick fix anything less than like a year then you should fucking run Absolutely. That would be like discernment in a sense. The next one is encouragement. These are like some of the mental skill sets that I feel like I've developed quite well. Encouragement, like the ability, not to just encourage other people because everybody can do that. You can say, you did a good job, Susie. And you can mean it, but like, can you do that for yourself? And I think people can sense when your encouragement of them is kind of bs and i think the reason for this is because you lack the ability to encourage yourself and that's really what i'm talking about here can you mentally encourage yourself through a tough workout to get your ass to the gym in the first place to get your health and fitness started this is going to be a huge mental skill set and this is exactly what i'm talking about here the mental skill set of the, the the ability to encourage yourself mentally The next one is goal setting. So being able to set goals that you can actually obtain. Because when you start setting goals that you can actually obtain and you hit them, you'll be able to build momentum. And it's like, dude, I'm unstoppable. Unstoppable. But if you're just like, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in three months, good luck. That is a shitty way of setting a goal. Absolutely awful. You are never going to hit that. But you can try like hell. Um, The next one is leverage. I'm just trying to think of a better name for this. But being able to leverage certain things over yourself. So... The best example I can think of right now, and I honestly, I guess this is something I've actually been questioning more, but this is always the example I used is if you have kids or grandkids, like leveraging the fact that you want to be around for them over yourself to get healthier, I think is one of the most powerful things you can do. I don't know if it's a good idea, to be honest with you in my head, it makes sense, but I also, I don't know. I do think it's a good idea. I don't have kids or grandkids, obviously I don't have grandkids. I don't think I'm old enough for that, but I do think it's a good idea because i actually i will i have a two-year-old nephew and i leverage the fact that um you know i don't always agree with my family i have leveraged the fact that i want to watch him grow up in some capacity over myself to keep my mouth shut because i have a tendency of just blurting out whatever the fuck i want even if it's going to hurt someone's feelings so Uh, I leverage that over myself and I just remind myself when I'm around and I hear people saying dumb shit to just shut the fuck up. And so I do think that that is actually a good idea. Now that I'm saying this out loud, but um, leverage, I think being able to leverage certain things over yourself is uh, very useful and is a mental skill set because what you can do is you can say things mentally to yourself to inspire you into action. And it doesn't have to be physical people or anything like that because I do think there is a line of diminishing return there because if you're just like, I'm going to commit my health and fitness to my kids so I can be around for them. And then you blame them later because you haven't hit the goals or something like that. That could be an issue. That's where I could see it being an issue. I will never blame anybody for my own issues, which is why I have no problem leveraging certain things over myself. Uh, the less last, the less mental skill set that I'll wrap up here with and I guess I didn't finish my story. But um, that's a time for another day because it's still being written. So I'm leaving you guys off at like the beginning of 2021. I am living with my friend, basically broke one client and no idea what I'm gonna do next. Um, come back next time to find out what happens to our heroes. No, I'm just kidding, but throughout this entire process, what I've learned the most is self-awareness. And I do believe this is a mental skill set, being able to identify yourself. And I don't just mean like who you are, but your tendencies, your habits, whether they are effective or ineffective towards your goals, um, being able to notice things that trigger you or bother you, or set you off being able to notice self sabotaging patterns Because I don't think I've ever met a person who does not self sabotage in some capacity. Maybe I'm wrong, but these things all come down to self-awareness. Can you, do you have the ability to observe yourself from a third party lens as you're doing something that may be negative or ineffective towards your goals or towards anything for that matter and recognize that you're actually doing it? Can you so many people I know I will. And this is why I don't have many friends, I will probably say. I ask a lot of questions because I don't I don't settle for I've never actually said this out loud before. I don't settle for mediocrity in my old life, my own life. And so I don't tend to settle for it within my friends. Now I accept them all for who they are, but I challenge a lot of people, and that's where people don't necessarily like it. And so it can definitely create a wedge between me and people. And so I will ask people questions and they'll just be like i like, yeah, well, why did you do that? Or how come you did that? What caused you to do that? And they'll just be like, I don't know. Like, so it's amazing to me how many people don't know how they act, their tendencies. And I believe that this is what it means to be self-aware noticing why you do certain things what triggers you what causes it what's what's causing this type of reaction from you why are you being emotional why are you not being emotional what's causing these things and i think this is a mental skill set that is the of the utmost importance because self-sabotaging behaviors can be things that hinder your progress on your health and fitness journey and they can also be patterns that you can recognize within yourself i.e self-awareness and so quickly recap And I will finish my story one other day because we are about a half an hour in. So if you guys made this far, thank you so much. Um, I just have a lot of other things to get to. And so quick recap, in no particular order, order, the goals that are the lessons that I've learned over my six years of health and fitness, even though I only told you about five and a half ish, are goals uh, are important. They have a purpose, but they're not the end all be all. Number two, you need to develop a mindset for yourself. It's the only way for sustainability. Number three, it's a lifestyle change. You need to build habits and that will go with mindset because if you have the right mindset, you will build the right habits and vice versa. If you have the right habits, you will build the right mindset. Um, It's it's like a, a never ending feedback loop. It's fascinating. Number four, focus on one habit at a time. And I would say this is probably one of the first ways you can start to create this mindset. It's like, just show up to the gym because now you're the guy who shows the fuck up or the gal. And that can be a part of this new mindset, this new identity you create for yourself. Number four or five, I'm sorry, there are no, there are such things as mental skills, things like discernment, the ability to encourage yourself, setting goals, leveraging certain things over yourself, and self-awareness. I highly encourage you to cultivate those. And then number six, community. You need to have people around you to support you. Um, I used to think I could do everything alone, and for the most part, I still do. But I have some key people around me now which remind me that I, I'm still human. So anyway, those are my six lessons over six years of health and fitness. I will continue the story another time. Um, thank you guys all for tuning in for this long. If you took anything from the episode, please leave a rating and view on iTunes. Share it with your friends. Share it on the social medias. All the links will be in my bio. If you're interested in coaching, there will also be a link in my bio for that, and I'll check you guys out in the next episode. Peace out, yo.